0: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today
1: is Monday, June 12th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for neighbors who live walking distance.
0: My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for my giant water thing.
1: Your Aqua Super Gulp.
0: (laughs) It pretty much is a big gulp. Like, it fits in my cup holder, but that thing is so big, and I love it. And I was at, I think it was at Target the other day. Is it Target? And it's a reduced like 40 ounce mug. It's got a handle on it. It's great. They have a 50 ounce one. Oh. And I sat in front of it for like 10 minutes. I'm like, should I buy the 50 ounce? And then I thought maybe you would laugh at me.
1: Well, and it's... Because it's, I
0: feel like 40 is pushing it.
1: I think that's 44 actually. So you're getting six extra ounces.
0: So it says on the bottom 40 ounces.
1: So it would be 20, it would be 25% bigger than that.
0: Mm-hmm. You don't need that. Yeah, I knew. I knew if I came home with it, you would be like, what in the
1: world are you, you doing? You should just start wearing one of those camelback things.
0: I really, ooh, that's actually not a bad idea.
1: Just throughout the day,
0: mm-hmm.
1: have a camelback on.
0: So I could just like look over my right shoulder and take a sip.
1: <laughs> the biggest thing that we did this weekend was. I guess the, the most notable thing was we walked to our neighbor's house for a birthday party, which we is why did. I said that I like, you know, neighbors in walking distance. And I've noticed something that's new about you, Callie. Yes. And I brought it up at the party.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The last couple of things that we've been to, you haven't wanted to leave. And we have been the last people there, which is
0: unlike... What was before the birthday?
1: Um, we were at somebody's house and it was the same, it was the same thing.
0: I think I'm in a phase of life where I really like our friends. (laughs) Like (laughs) there's no no offense to
1: everybody we've known before this. No offense
0: to everyone else, but it's not complicated with these people. And that makes it nice and enjoyable. You know, yeah. a lot of times you can go places and like conversation is really forced or you feel like you have to, quote unquote, like work a room or
1: you have to be you have to perform.
0: You have to perform. And I don't feel that way there. I do feel that way at L.A. school, like when we did the family picnic or whatever. Yeah, I was ready to get out of there because that's me. Felt more performative. Okay. But, but, you know, this weekend I was just feeling comfortable yeah. It was good. There was no like pressure that everybody had to talk to everybody else. There was no, it was kind of like they had little, they have a big our friends have a big backyard and they had little stations set up for the kids so you could like go color or you could, you know, they- go on the splash pad, play with the play with the water toys, play in the sandbox. And they did something that was so smart and they had the high school girls from the neighborhood at each station. So you don't have to go with your kid. You can just let your kid roam around the party, and at every station,
1: there was like a there was
0: someone in charge. There's
1: a 17 year old girl doing crafts with right. your kid, or monitoring the sandbox to make sure there wasn't a heated dispute over a shovel. Yeah. Making making sure that the bubble machine was filled. Smart, really smart. Yeah,
0: smart. It was great. It was super awesome. So I think I just feel. Okay. Around those people, which is fine. Uh, Um,
1: I don't like it. I'm an Irish getaway person. I am.
0: But you always complain that you don't have any friends. That might be why. Yeah,
1: but I'm okay with
0: it. You're okay that you don't have friends? I thought you were sad that you don't have friends.
1: Sometimes I get sad that I don't have people that I can spend, that I don't have a ton of people that I can spontaneously reach out to Mm -hmm. and say, hey, let's go do something right now. But... I don't like being the last person at the party.
0: We weren't even close to even.
1: No, but we were getting there because a couple of times I said, okay, you ready to head out? And you said, yeah, let me just, I'm just going to grab a little something to eat. And I said, okay, perfect.
0: Then this you got is to- your, this is the Jeff Dollar trickery. This is something that we, we've talked about this on the show before, but. That Jeff particularly struggles with because he doesn't say, hey, I'm ready to go. Do you want to be done in the next 10 minutes? And to which I would have said, sure. What Jeff says is, hey, when do you want to go? And to me, I'm having a good time. I haven't eaten yet. So like, I'm good. So I was like, oh, I don't know. Instead of just saying, hey, I'm ready to leave. You know what I mean? Like you can tell me what you want and then. Right. And as
1: I have explained before, I just communicate more of a hey, once I have said, hey, are you ready to head out? That's my way of saying.
0: But that's not what you said. Yeah, you said you're ready to head out? You said, hey, when do you want to leave? Oh. Yeah, it's different. Mm. Anyways, if you can't tell, the other thing going on is that I am like raging hormonal. I am so tired. I've been so snappy with Jeff, Mm. um, which I think is a good sign of the pregnancy, I hope. But I feel...
1: Well, it could be the pregnancy, but you're also still... They've upped some of your medicines. You're still getting two shots a day. Oh my gosh. You're just, you're just a giant hormone.
0: I am. And I'm so exhausted. It's not even tired. I'm so exhausted that I feel like I could cry. Yeah. Like we had this recording session scheduled, so I'm powering through right now, but I really just want to cry and get in bed.
1: And get what? In bed. Because I'm so tired. And get a med.
0: No, and get no more meds. (laughs) Got it. No more Um, But I think that's probably like a good sign for the pregnancy. And I pulled out my journal from when I was pregnant with Ellie. It's not really a journal. I just, every week I wrote like symptoms, cravings, body changes, like all of that kind of stuff. And it said in the same week with Ellie that the way that I felt was chronically hungover. And that is a great way to describe it. You feel a little bit like you want to puke, but you also feel like you didn't get enough sleep last night. Yeah. But it's all the time. Yeah. So.
1: Well, thanks for doing all the heavy lifting and the kid stuff.
0: Hey, you're welcome. Sorry, I'm a little maybe, snappy. You can you can blame your future child.
1: Maybe you wouldn't be so snappy and tired if you left parties at reasonable times.
0: Oh, yeah. Us leaving around six was really pushing it.
1: <laughs> right. If we had walked out of there at 530, <laughs> you would have been a little bit better. Uh, I am going to admit that last... We- oh, actually, I want to say one more thing about the party. Did you know that at that party, we were the people that we hated? What do we do? One of our friends is moving to Arizona. And...
0: Oh, dang it. I know exactly what you're going to say.
1: And you did it. I did it. I just rolled with it and then immediately felt bad. But they're moving to Arizona. And then Callie said, hey, uh, I told her about the scorpions because in certain, depending on how suburb, well, I guess you probably should do it everywhere, but... Sometimes scorpions, scorpions are a thing.
0: You told me when you lived in Arizona that people in Arizona routinely, like before they put their shoes on, like it's not a big deal, but everybody gets in the habit of shaking their shoes in case there's like creepy crawlers in their shoes, which T- we don't do down here.
1: Typically shoes that have been, if you haven't worn a pair of shoes in a while, yeah, then you just get in the habit of kind of banging them together to make sure that a scorpion hasn't. Cause I don't, I can't imagine. Uh, a more painful place to get bit than than on on your foot, tip Mm -hmm. of your toe. Yeah. Right.
0: And we don't really have that problem down here and it's not something that we do. And I wasn't saying it because we do not like the people that are like, Oh, pregnant, congratulations. You never go to sleep again. Like those people, you immediately go to the worst. I thought it was so, I didn't even think of it as bad when I was saying it. I thought of it as something interesting and unique. And my friend that's moving to Arizona has lived All across the world. Like she grew up in Belgium. She is British. She's I mean, she's lived all over the place. So I thought that I was providing a little anecdote, not only better be careful in Arizona, but more, hey, you know, just as if someone was moving to the south from not the south, I would say get ready for a lot of like, Hey y'all get ready for a lot of people asking questions and being in your business and saying like people not from this side have a hard time down here. So that's the way I meant it, but it kind of came off as like,
1: but then I followed it up with well, it's, it, the scorpion scorpion stings don't even hurt that bad. It's tarantulas. That
0: Her hurt. face was like, Oh
1: my God. Because I was trying. Yeah. So it didn't, it, it didn't occur to me while we were having, the conversation that we were being those people, but within five minutes of an ending, I realized we're just those people.
0: You know, there's only two things. Well, three things that I know about Arizona. So that's the only like conversation point that I have. You have more because you lived there for a while. Um, Actually, I just thought of a fourth, but they have great hiking out there. Yep. Which I also said they have amazing spas in Arizona. They do. They have you can get scorpions in your shoes. So people dump out their shoes. Yes. And the other thing I was thinking about is they have great Mexican food Correct. in Arizona. But I forgot about that until now. So that's what I know. Those are like my talking points when someone says Arizona. Yeah, we should. we we. Let's stick to the Mexican food. Exactly. Yeah.
1: All right. I um, want to confess or admit or share a, quote, sports injury that I oh, got. Oh, it's a
0: sports injury, is it? It is. Mm-hmm.
1: Because that's, I, I, that is the website I had to go to to find out. How to heal it.
0: SportsInjury.com.
1: And I it's so embarrassing, but I was out for a walk. Not even a speed walk. Not that I'm a speed walker, but just a stroll.
0: You which you have been doing. You've been getting up in the morning super uh-huh. early and hitting the pavement. Just as trying. They say.
1: To, trying to start my day with some amount of physical activity. Because I know there are days that I probably get a thousand steps total. Right. So I, I'm just going to get up when it's cool out, go for a walk. And the other day, about a week ago, I don't know what it, whether it was the socks I was, I don't know what happened, but at some point during the walk, I realized the back of my shoe was rubbing against the back of my heel. You know, not my heel, but I guess like my Achilles. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The top of my heel. You weren't what? wearing your bombas. There's
0: your first problem.
1: I and I don't remember. in this whatever socks I was wearing slipped down below. But so I kind of fixed them. And it was irritating, but it didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. It was just a thing. Well, by the time I got home, it started to feel worse. And I had, it, it was just a big old nasty blister. And so for a week, I haven't been able to walk anywhere because it's in such a terrible spot that I, that any shoe that I would go walking anywhere in.
0: It's going to irritate the it's, spot.
1: It's irritating. And I've tried 10, 20, I mean, that's an exaggeration. I've tried four or five different types of Band-Aids on it. I have put different medicines on it, all this other stuff. And you can't not walk, right? Right. I'm not going to go get one of those little knee scooters for a blister. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So
0: Proud of you for not doing that, by the way, because it would not shock me if I came home one day and you were on one of those things. I'm like, what happened? Oh, my gosh. Did you break your ankle? And you're like, no, "No, I have a blister. Blister. Mm -hmm. So I
1: finally, I said, it occurred to me after dealing with this for four or five days, six days, however long, for almost a week, it occurred to me that there are people, real athletes, who run marathons who get blisters during training, but they still have to train the next day. Right. There are track and field athletes. There are football players, baseball players, soccer players. All the, Every athlete deals with some sort of blister type situation, yet they're out there the next day. Right. And they're still able to heal from, mm-hmm. from that so I did find a um, uh, a website on how to properly bandage th- something like that. Mm-hmm. And I followed the instructions and did it as they said. Mm-hmm. And it worked great.
0: What is it? Do you have to like tape up your foot? Because you were just putting like a basically like a giant bandaid on it before, right?
1: You have to kind of layer the because...
0: Cause the problem is it falls right. or it doesn't stay well, in place and then it irritates
1: it more. Well, if you still if you're just putting a band-aid right over it and then your shoe is on the other side of the band-aid, when the shoe moves, it's just gonna move the gauze of the band-aid. Right. So you basically have to put two layers down. So you just put a little piece of gauze with with super strong tape
2: mm-hmm.
1: over it. Um, so you put that over the top of it. And then you put the bandaid over that because with each layer, there's less movement Mm -hmm. and you just goop a bunch of Aquaphor or antibiotic or something to kind of,
0: I would like to to say
1: to lube it up and it worked great and everything's fine. I wish I had, I don't know why I didn't look it up
0: five days ago. I would like to say that I find it amusing. It's not funny because I don't, I don't delight in your pain. That you didn't even have to go out and buy tape and bandages because we have tape and bandages because that's how many times you've injured something that you needed tape and bandages for.
1: Well, the surgical tape, the heavy duty, super strong tape came from uh, about this time last year when I dropped the mm-hmm. super heavy Christmas tree stand on my foot and ripped my toenail off.
0: Yeah, still not a hundred percent healed, by the way. But we're like what ninety percent,
1: eighty five maybe, eighty five. Takes about a year to grow a toenail back, so we're there. <laughs>
0: uh, Sorry if you're eating breakfast right now.
1: But anyways, if so, if you if you're dealing with something, don't just the internet is such an amazing place. I mean, this would have been this would be completely healed. Visualize
0: yourself as an athlete. And figure out what they do.
1: And it, and it was a sports injury. So
0: I started listening to a new podcast that I've heard some buzz about. It's um, Julia louis Dreyfus's new podcast. It's through a company called Limonata Media, which is a great podcast company. Have you heard about it, Jeff? Have you uh-huh. seen it all? Uh, it's called Wiser Than Me. And I think the podcast is genius. I love, love, love the concept. She spent a season of her show, the first season... Interviewing women in their 80s, like in women later in life, about their reflections on life. And it is, I'm two episodes in. It is amazing. I love it. And I think it's really cool because all of us can get so swept up in life that I feel like we don't reflect as often on our lives as we could. And if we don't do that, we might have regrets because we're not stopping to think, hey, is this where I want to be in my life? Hey, is my life what I'm making it? I mean, I feel like the first 30 years of my life flew by. And the truth is, when we're adults, we can control our lives and what we want to happen and be very intentional with that. So it's really interesting to listen to women who are late in their life um, talking about Life and and regrets and and how they view life. and I think, so far, I mean I'm only two episodes in, but I first of all, I don't think that men do this in the same way as women do, but I was so struck listening to the podcast about how I think generally speaking, most women treat themselves the same way. And I don't know that men have that problem. What do you mean? Um, the first inter- the first um, episode is with Jane Fonda and who's amazing. By the way, she's just so I've never listened to a dull Jane Fonda interview. Yeah. And I feel like I've heard her talk all the time, but she, somehow
1: she is a, she is a spicy one.
0: So she is a spicy one and she always manages to make things interesting and she's also very honest. Um what where was I going with that? What was the last thing I said? That
1: most women are flaky, forget what they're talking about in the <laughs> middle of their No. I remember.
0: <laughs> I remembered that women, I think universally are really hard on their bodies, are not forgiving to themselves. Um, And so that's interesting, but there's one thing, this is in the first 15 minutes of the first episode that I wanted to play on the show because it brought me to tears. And I think it's something that every woman will relate to. And Jeff, you'll have to tell me if men will relate to this. I don't believe that they do, but I think every woman will. And this is um, Jane Fonda being interviewed by Julia Louis-Dreyfus
2: as I prepared for my third act was you spend your life exploring as I have. And what you realize is you go back to your girlhood and you become all the things that she was supposed to be mm. that you never knew at the time was really who she was because you were trying to be what other people thought she should be. That to me mm-hmm. was was what why I, I quoted that.
1: Can you explain the acts thing?
0: Yeah. Jane talks specifically about how she decided in her 60s 60s, that she started seeing life in acts. So, act one would be like if you're saying, okay, I'm going to live to 90, she's 85 right now. Um, My first act would be zero to 30. My second act would be 30 to 60. And my last act, my third act, would be 60 to 90. And in her third act, she started reflecting on her life. And that's something that she learned is that you spend a lot of time in the early parts of your life. And maybe even like the first half of your life, trying to be someone that you're not and who you are supposed to be, um, is you like women, I think spend a lot of time trying to be other people other than who they are. Um, and I think what she was saying is life is a journey of learning to love and be yourself.
1: I don't think men process things that way because uh, we, we're, I think we're just too simple. I just, <laughs> I I just don't, th- I don't know that the reflection, and you'll have to ask me when I'm Jane Fonda's age, if the reflection happens like that, mm-hmm. um, I think the, the, the assessment, the the male assessment happens pretty consistently and also pr- isn't really that deep. So I think that's pro- probably more of a unique thing to women.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's so complicated for us. Um, anyways, I'm on the second episode that has Isabel Allende. She's an author. She's amazing in it. And the lineup for her season is incredible. It's all out now. There's like Fran Lebowitz. There's Diane von Furstenberg. There is Ray Perlman um, and Carol Burnett. I mean, just amazing. So the, um, the podcast is called Wiser Than Me. Go check it out.
1: Callie always makes fun of me because I don't have a ton of childhood memories. But one of the ones that's very vivid to me was a trip to the Thousand Islands. We stayed in a place called Port Vincent or Cape Vincent, something along those lines. And I went fishing every day. We were in a cabin and I went fishing every single day With my dad, but I don't have all the details. With a StoryWorth membership, you can fill in blanks like that with your parents, whoever the father figure is in your life, by simply sending them a prompt every single week and ask them specific questions. Or you can let StoryWorth pick the questions from their curated library and end up with a whole book of stories you've never heard before. StoryWorth is a great gift for Father's Day. It's a great gift for any father figure in your life. And at the end of the year, after they've answered all the prompts, filled in all the blanks, answered all your questions, the book gets delivered to you in beautiful form. You can order multiples for everybody in the family, and it's something that the family will treasure forever. StoryWorth is doing a great deal right now for Upside listeners. Go to S T O R Y. W-O-R-T-H dot com slash upside. Save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash upside.
0: Okay, I will just say it out loud. I have up until recently been a nonstick pan lover because it makes my life so much easier, right? I'm not spending so much time cleaning up. However, about a year and a half ago, I realized what was in nonstick coatings, and it really made me upset. And I was looking for an Alternative, and that's when I found Caraway. Beside the fact that they are made without any toxic materials or hard to pronounce chemicals, this cookware line is absolutely gorgeous. And I eat eggs every day, right? And I have the habit of leaving the frying pan on the top of our stove. But with Careway, it doesn't matter because you can pick a color that fits right in with your kitchen. It is so beautiful. And there's no shame in leaving it out because it's just looks like part of your aesthetic. It looks effortless, if you will. And it's really easy to clean because the food just glides off with its ceramic coating, which is naturally slick. Over 40,000 people have raved about their Caraway kitchen, and now it's time for you to try it for yourself. Visit CarawayHome.comslash upside 10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners, so visit carewayhome.com/slash upside ten or use code upside10 at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern.
1: Everything changed in November of 2020. Ellie showed up, and now We have to really be adults, really be grown-ups, and look into things like life insurance policies. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. You could even be covered... Offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. If you were like us, you had no idea where to even begin looking into life insurance. But Fabric by Gerber Life makes it so easy. It's going to be a top priority to take care of your kids for as long as you're on this earth now. And now you can make sure they're covered after you're gone as well. Fabric has a 30-day money-back guarantee. You can cancel it any time. And Fabric was specifically designed to give parents like you and I affordable term life insurance, plus wills, access to college savings funds, and more, all in one easy online experience. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash upside that's meetfabric.com slash upside, M-E-E-T, fabric.com slash upside. Policies are issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Have you heard about Cakegate on social media?
0: I don't think so. Have you
1: seen this story play out?
0: No. It's
1: a woman, a social media influencer, hundreds of the millions of followers, I think. She told a story of her daughter, who was at a playground playing.
0: Oh, I have heard this.
1: And there was a birthday party going on at the same playground. And her daughter starts interacting with some of the kids at the birthday party. They included her, you know, probably in their bubble machines and whatever they were doing. And and she was engaging with them while mom was off to the side watching it all go down. And as a parent, probably excited that your kid made friends. Yeah. Cool. And when it came to, to to cut the cake, this woman's daughter goes up and takes a piece of cake. She wasn't invited to the party. She was not one of the kids, you know, at the party. She didn't know. She probably wouldn't be able to pick out whose birthday it was.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But she had been interacting with them. And I think she's three years old, maybe four. She doesn't know. Yeah. So she goes up and gets a piece of cake. The one of the adults at the party crouches down, takes the cake back, and says, These are not your friends. You do not get cake.
0: I, to the kid that made me, that made my blood boil. Now, made my blood. I think that is so mean. And I hope it's something that the kid doesn't remember because I feel like that's something that would be scarring for life is well, somebody saying, These are not your friends.
1: The woman who. This went down, this happened to, I don't think she expected it to blow up to be this big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So the impression is, they left the park, they went to the grocery store and got cake, you know, and said, well, we don't need that, and we'll go get our own cake. They went to the store, they got cake, maybe they, you know, maybe maybe got a box cake, made it, I don't know what they did, they had cake, and it was Mm -hmm. fine. And she she shared the story a few days later, and people were, people were coming down on her saying she shouldn't have allowed her kid. She shouldn't have allowed it to get to that point, which I say bull rubbish.
0: Yeah. 1000% bull rubbish. It's
1: a piece. There was not a short, it, it wasn't like it was a party for a dozen kids and there were exactly 12 cupcakes. Yeah. There was a sheet cake for a dozen. There was going to be tons of leftovers. And even if there wasn't enough, the person who took the cake back presumably has a child of similar age right so the person who takes the cake back could find a more delicate way to tell that story you know or could to 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 resolve that issue she could have said i am so sorry we didn't know you were coming so we don't have enough cake or i'm so sorry i have to check with your mom to see if you could have cake right you know i've
0: been to a there's few a, kids birthdays and i can't even imagine knowing who is invited to a birthday and who wasn't no there's just kids running amok they're just everywhere like i'm shocked that someone would even know that that that's not a kid that I, I think
1: this is a great concept for a movie instead of wedding crashers kids party crashers because mm-hmm. if you have a toddler who's you and you show up at a kid's birthday party Every mom's gonna assume that dad invited you. Dad's gonna assume mom invited you. Nobody's kids don't every,
0: care. They'll play with whoever. Yes.
1: Yeah. In a great way. So uh I would be, I would be very interested, and our phone number is uh 434 5454 I would be very interested in hearing someone try to sell me on the side of the party planner. Mm-hmm. Not preventing the kid from eating the cake, I have no problem with that, but the choice of words. Why would you say that to a three-year-old?
0: Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is that taking vitamins and going on walks can slow brain aging. Taking vitamins um, can help slow cognitive decline. And studies came out a couple weeks ago that found that a daily multivitamin can take three years off your brain's age when it comes to memory. And taking 30-minute walks three or four times a week can also lead to a better memory. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Who did that survey? Um, it's funny because I cut it off and didn't print the second page because I didn't think you were going to ask me that. So I don't oh. know. Well, it my, says the, the literal last sentence of this says the studies were done over three years by researchers at my and then guess, I didn't print it on the second page.
1: My guess is that's going to be a multivitamin company, Maybe
0: right? it might be
1: because you could also get the same benefits by eating the foods that contain the vitamins.
0: Yeah, but we don't.
1: I know, but I just <laughs> think it's funny. That they say, oh, yeah, you got to take a multivitamin or you could just have fruits and vegetables. But so go on walks. Can't. Yeah. Uh, here's your second random thing. Uh, if you were wanted to know who produces more poop in one year, a dog or a baby. the envi- I don't think
0: anyone has ever wondered
1: that. The Environmental Protection Agency has, and they have done the math. The Environmental Protection Agency says that a typical dog generates three quarters of a pound of poop a day. So that works out to be about 274 pounds of poop per year. A baby produce, would you like to guess? I have no idea. Higher or lower? Who produces more?
0: Uh, Like a newborn baby or like Ellie?
1: It says babies. So I'm going to go with a fresh out the hospital kiddo. Uh, More. 320 pounds. Yeah. So by almost 50 pounds. The baby beats the dog in the poop department. Babies poop a lot.
0: And your third random thing for today is that business buzzwords. People are saying that using too many of them make you look phony, which I don't think is surprising to anyone. This would include things like think outside the box or take it offline. Um, My personal least favorite is tools in your toolbox. I used to have a boss that would say that to me all the time. Um, What
1: What does that even mean? What are your tool, What are your resources? Tools in
0: your toolbox. Like if you're learning new things, they're additional tools for your toolbox. Uh, um, workers who were polled were ident- identified these as the most annoying. Synergy at the end of the day redeployed people, which I've never heard of. Redeployed.
1: I think that is a um, big word when layoffs happen and oh, stuff, and they got to move people around rather than say oh, you're going to move from accounting to now, you know, working in the cafeteria for 10% of the pay. They say, you've been redeployed to food services.
0: Mm. Win-win, value added, and get on the same page.
1: I'm guilty of win-win. I like that one.
0: I like win-win.
1: Win-win. This is going to be a win-win.
0: And those are your three random things. Thanks for listening to the Upside Pastcast. Peace to you.
2: Kelly and Jennifer, this is Jennifer. Um, I'm just calling to say congratulations. I am so, so freaking thrilled. Um, y'all were my gratitude this week. Um, I'm just so grateful that you're pregnant. I've been through this journey. I have, I have an IBS baby from Shady Grove that is coming August 2nd, um, and I just. Can't wait, and I am so excited for you guys. I was listening to today's show, and Callie said that when she does the shot, she puts the ice on afterwards. So try icing your behind about 30 seconds before you do the shot. Then wipe it with the alcohol patch and then do the shot, and it takes away some of that steam. So ice before the shot for about 30 seconds. 45 seconds and it will take away the sting, um, or less of the sting. But, um, congratulations. I am so, so thrilled for you guys and, um, have a great weekend. Bye.
3: Hi, Jeff and Kelly. This is Kelly from Atlanta. I just wanted to call and comment on Jeff saying that the wildfires are dramatic. That people are overreacting, Um, just want to remind you that you have to kind of think about the whole big picture here of climate change and people are so worried because wildfires like this and hurricanes and floods, all of these natural disasters are happening on our planet today at a way more frequent rate than in the past and on a way bigger scale. So they're happening more often and when they do happen, the outcomes and the um, effects are way more devastating. And so we have to be mindful and um, keep working to try to lower that and to protect the planet. Okay, bye. Hey, guys. I just finished Friday's episode, and everyone was calling about the PTO. I'm a speech therapist. I work in a sub acute care rehab unit. So on our rehab team, I'm the only speech therapist at our location. So if I take off, I have to have somebody able to cover for me because legally patients have to be seen, you know, whatever their plan of care is. So there has to be somebody there to help out. So luckily I do get a lot of vacation days at, at this company, which I'm really grateful for. However, we decided we were going to take a huge chunk of time back in January to go away this past May. Luckily, like my company approved it. I somehow, by the grace of God, was able to find 10 days worth of therapists that were willing to come in and see my patients. But the, literally, as we were packing the car to leave, I got a call that my dad was unresponsive. So, obviously, we stopped packing. I, I got to the ER, and just all fast forward, he ended up passing away two, three days later, um, you know, during, quote-unquote, vacation time. So, I'm not upset about our vacation, obviously. I'm upset about losing my father, but... Everyone didn't understand why I still had to go back to work after my quote-unquote vacation days were used because I didn't go back to work right away. I I ended up just staying and using those days off from work because I had already found coverage, but nobody understood why I wasn't taking more, and I was explaining, you know, I can't, I don't have anyone to cover for me. I have to go back, and then... Also, I have to plan his services, so because this was so unexpected, nothing had been, nothing's been planned. So I'm going to have to take time off in a few weeks again. So everyone is just like, it's too soon, it's too soon, and it is too soon. I'm not happy, and it's really hard to go to work every day and see sick people after your father passes. But I have to go, so it just it stinks. But anyways, um, I know my sweet dad is in heaven now, and he's no longer suffering. So his name was Kevin, and he was an amazing man. All right.
1: Love you guys. Stop waiting. You don't need a book. You don't need a coach. You don't need a degree. You don't need a mentor. You don't need a supplement. You don't need a vacation. You don't need a
2: backup plan. You just need to start.